The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Hello. This is Galen McDowell, your host. I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. Uh, we have a special show today. We're going, we have special, special guests, not just one special, two specials, because we have uh, several of the powerhouse speakers that will be at the Universal Foundation for Better Living's Panorama of Truth 2018 conference, August 1st uh, through the 5th. So let me introduce them right off the bat. We have the motivator, the legendary Les Brown on the call. How you doing there, Les? I'm better than good and better than most. Thank you so much for having me on yeah. the program. Thank you, thank you. We have the president of the Universal Foundation for Better Living and the senior minister of the Universal Center of Truth in Kingston, Jamaica, the Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeithen. How you doing? Hi. Dr. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hi, Les, Galen, everybody. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, so um, you all are, are, are part of the, the speakers for Panorama of Truth, and the theme is celebrating the love that makes us one. Uh, Les, I wanted to kind of just ask you the first question about celebrating the love that makes us one, because, you know, we're working right now with people having um, resignation around what it means to be successful and deal with each other with proper communication, love and um and and harmony you know it's many times people are functioning from a sense of divisiveness and resignation what would be your words to uh, to the people of the world and how will this message be uh uh promoted and taught at the panorama of truth well one in order for us to to create a collective consciousness of oneness and love we must maintain commitment through all the frustrations, disappointments, and setbacks we invariably will encounter in attempting to change the way that we function as we work to raise consciousness. And what we're going to do when we speak at the, the event that we're going to have is share, people, share with people methods and techniques of how to become more impactful with the message. 
For instance, the message that that unity brings is a very powerful and universal message, but it's not. It has not had the kind of collective impact it should have, because the the method that has been used for years has not been changed, has not been upgraded, and the way that people listen has changed. It has evolved, and so in order to begin to make a greater impact with the message that we bring, we have to begin to use a strategy that will affect the collective consciousness of people so that when people hear the message, they don't just hear the message, but they become the embodiment of the message and not only the messengers, but they show up in life and allowing these things that they've heard to begin to impress and impact the people around them. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Reverend McKeithen, um, you know, the same question. How will this message of celebrating the love that makes us one be taught, and how would it help shift the consciousness of humanity? Well, you know, one of the reasons that the individuals that you see, uh, first of all, here on this call, and those who are coming and those coming to the conference in Atlantic City this summer, and those who are will be presenting these techniques and methodologies that Les is, is speaking to, the reason that they are invited is because they do bring such a message. Uh, Reverend Deborah Johnson, who will be on the call in about minutes or so, uh, really drills down in a very practical way. You can check her out. She's done TED Talks um, about how you just maintain your core and your center. And Michael Beckwith, uh, who will be sh- joining us shortly as well, um, really does a great job, too, of drilling down and practical. I remember him saying once that, um, you know, there was someone who said, you know, uh, he, he faced a situation that was, you know, it could be described as hateful. And he said that he wasn't going to let their hate override his love. And so these are the practical things that we can do that we're in charge of in terms of facing the seeming difficulties in life. I heard Covey say a long time ago, I was in a session that he was teaching, and he says one of the ways that you navigate the rough waters of life is you have to have a core. And so what are your core values? What are your standards that no matter what happens, you will not deviate from those standards? And so we'll be asking those kinds of questions because sometimes people want to know what can I do when they haven't figured out first who they are. Yes. And so once yes. we know that we are already loved and that as we respect and love ourselves, then we can love and respect others and move into positive action to eliminate all of the barriers that have been erected that prevent us from living the life that we were intended to live. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I want to make sure that the callers who are listening who might not be aware of the Panorama of Truth Conference want to make sure that you have the information and where you can go to get more information if you want to register and attend. Uh, the right. conference so is in Atlantic City. It's August 1st through the 5th. FBL. That's Universal Foundation for Better Living. www.ufbl.org. It's all right yes. there. in the registration link. Yes, yes, definitely. UFBO.org, you can get all of the information. Um, the speakers, uh, Dr. Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeithen, Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith, Reverend 
uh, Deborah L. Johnson, Dr. Jordan B. Eaton, Reverend Sylvia Sumter, Reverend Derek B. Wells, Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells, Greg Stamper, Barbara DeAngelis, obviously uh, the legendary Les Brown. Les, um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the bios of some of these people as the show goes on. But Les, I wanted to, to ask you about something that you used to always say uh, as you used to come and, and, and you know, speak at CUT when I, I first started attending Christ Universal Temple. And I think it, it plays into hope. You would say, uh, if you land on your back, if you can look up, you can get up. Could you speak a little bit more about why that's necessary when people lose hope? Well, in order to make it today, there are three things that's very important. One is mental resiliency, because things are going to happen to us that we cannot anticipate. Forrest Gump was right when he said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And so (laughs) you have to learn how to deal with those things. You know, a doctor looked at me 27 years ago and said that your PSA, which stands for prostate-specific antigen, is 2,400. One to four is normal. And, and, And he said, you have... I say cancer. I say, can you give me a second opinion? Yes, and you're ugly too. (laughs) 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 No, he didn't. But to me, uh, because he told me my chances of of, of survival beyond six months were slim to none, I said, I'll take slim. (laughs) 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 That's 27 years ago. So mental resiliency, had I not had the training from Dr. Johnny Coleman and the principals of of Charles Fillmore and Myrtle Fillmore and all of the classes that I attended, I would not have been able to handle it with that level of consciousness. So in order to make it today, mental resiliency, mindset transformation is very important. The next thing is skill set expansion. Because of of the skill set that I have now at this stage of my life at 74, I'm able to do more. When I speak in the United States, I earn... $70,000 $70,000 an hour. When I speak out of the United States, I, I earn $225,000 an hour. So my skill set has expanded, my value, my impact. And the other thing that's very important that I feel that our movement needs more than ever before is to teach people how to create collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. I'm sitting mm-hmm. across the table from a young man by the name of Malachi. Malachi is the grandson of, of the group that I started down in Miami Universal. There was a quest center that evolved into the Universal Truth Center. Well, this young man in an hour and a half came to me and using my own database created $45,000 a month non-performance income, income that I don't have to get on the airplane to go earn or fly to another city, that it's money that you can earn while you sleep. So because of his knowledge and skill, one of the things that I teach, you're never too old to learn and you're never too young to teach. So what Malachi mm. has done has expanded my impact and the things that I can do because technology eliminates geography. So we have to create collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships beyond the people that we already know in order to allow ourselves to soar and expand our level of consciousness and the impact that we make with our lives. Mm. That's, that's, that's definitely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Sheila, do you want to jump in on that a little bit? 
just want to say that the mental resiliency is definitely key. I think too many people give up too fast, and we'll be talking about that at the Panorama of Truth Conference. They throw in the towel and they quit. As Les said 27 years ago, you know, the doctors told him whatever it was that they told him that, you know, he was out of here pretty much. Um, and then this, I can say the same thing, you know, that I was told I had less than six days to live. But did I quit? Did I throw in the towel? Did I get mad and angry at everybody? So it's a matter of building up that mental resiliency because there's more to us than we have allowed to express as us. Let me say that again. There's more in us than we have allowed to express as us. And a lot of times these challenges come so that we can release more of that potential that is already within us. We won't find it if we don't go through these so-called challenges. Um, I thought about the worm and turning into the caterpillar. It goes inside its cocoon and struggles and comes out as this beautiful being we call a, a caterpillar that's able to fly where the worm never could go. So mental resilience is great. And then Les's second point on collaborative uh, resources, I'm definitely into that. I just returned from Unity Village working with Divine Science Federation uh, and its president, uh, Tim, Dr. Tim Stewart. And that's exactly what we were doing. I was saying to Tim, how can I help you? How can we help each other? How can I support you? And so we can do more when we have more hands together, the pot doing all those things. Uh, our reach is greater than if there, we, I only work with my two hands. So I'm very glad that he said that. And I know Dr. Beckwith will be drilling down on that at the conference as well. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, so as, go ahead, Les. So they say it's not over until the fat lady sings, but many people quit when she starts clearing her throat. Definitely. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, Willie Jolly yeah. says setback is a setup for a comeback. We have comeback power. And, and, but the, the thing that confirms the principles that, that Dr. Johnny Coleman had been teaching for years is the placebo effect. One of the people that speak that I admire is a gentleman by the name of, of Joe Dispenza. And he yes. wrote this book called The Placebo Effect, that people who had been given a placebo for a so-called terminal illness, and, and over 30% of those people survived, thinking they'd received some miracle-working medication, and they hadn't done, received anything just their mindset and, and, and a belief in, in this presence that, that's in them help them to begin to ignite the healing process in their own bodies. And he, he's done a lot of extensive research in this area. So many of the things that, that have been taught by, by Myrtle and, and Charles Fillmore years ago is being confirmed in the areas of psychoneuroimmunology and more of the reason why I said that the biggest challenge that we're facing, and we're going to talk about this at the, the conference, is the power of story and how to mm -hmm. use stories to distract, dispute, and inspire how people live their lives as a result of the story they believe about themselves. And so I believe that in order for our numbers to grow and to expand, when you look at people like Joel Osteen, using all of the unity principles, but his style of communication and storytelling 
has has caught a hold of people's consciousness and and able to take them to a place within themselves that they could never go by themselves. So learning how to strategically tell stories that will distract, distract the person from their current story, dispute, dismantle their current belief system and inspire, inspire them to make some new choices in their lives, that is more important, I think, now than ever before so that we can speak in a way that we are also heard when we speak. Yes, definitely. I I think that that's part of the power that we're working with because, you know, I've been saying for the longest that we have a powerful message that I believe can transform the world. And one of the things that all three of us have in common is a, a strong healing demonstration, you know, and, I became really intense about new thought because I almost made my transition from a severe asthma attack. And I had to use what Reverend Coma was telling me. And as I less, I often tell people that I was too dumb to doubt when I came to the church, I was 20 years old <laughs> and whatever she said, go do. I did. And uh, Reverend Wilmetta Harrell uh, in, in her basic truth principles class. And I read everything I could, could get my hands on and once i realized that god as life was in me through me as me i was like i have to demonstrate it i'm I'm going to demonstrate yeah. it no matter what so I, I think it's really powerful for for people to understand that we're not talking about theory we're talking about no. people who've come back from uh major health challenges some that were potentially fatal because of the power that was in this message. When we can accept these principles and apply them to our lives, they work. And as uh, the woman who taught all of us used to say, it works if you work it. Without a yeah. doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. You know, you know, definitely, definitely. So, you know, I, I do want to kind of jump in because we're, we're, we're waiting for uh, Reverend Beckwith. And while we're waiting okay. for his call in, I do want to just kind of just briefly uh, mention that if anybody that's listening to the show that listens to Truth Transforms actually shows up at the Panorama of Truth, I want to make sure that I know that you're there. So find me while I'm there, because I think it's important that we know Reverend McKeaton as the president, obviously me as a person on the show. If you stop and let's let them know, hey, I heard you on this podcast on this show because this show you might be listening live. You might listen to it later on the website or on iTunes podcast, or on the Stitcher app for Android phones, etc. We can make sure that we um, can connect with you, contact with you, and do what Les was talking about earlier. Let's see how we can collaborate. Let's see how we how we can work together to be able to uh, prosper individually and collectively. Because we believe that a laborer is worthy of his or her pay. And we also believe that as you give, you receive, press down, shaking together and running over. So we're willing to be the principle in action so we can make sure that we can change and transform human consciousness and and transform this world. Uh, I believe we have uh, Deborah Johnson, I believe, has, um, is on the call right now. Deborah, or is it Deborah? I want to make sure that I pronounce your name correctly. Is she on? Okay, I see. Uh, okay, I see it here, uh, Reverend yes. Deborah Johnson. Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? This is Galen McDowell. I'm doing fine. I'm enjoying the show. 
Uh, great. Well, great. Where you're on the call with uh, Reverend uh, Sheila and, and Les. Please say yeah. hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm doing fine. And I, like I said, I've really been enjoying the show, and I'm looking so forward to the conference. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so can you talk a little bit about what you will be sharing at the conference and a little bit about yourself so the people, the listeners can know a little bit about you, those who aren't familiar with your work? Yes, well, thank you. Well, I'm Reverend Deborah Johnson. I originally am from Los Angeles. I'm in Santa Cruz now and the founder of Inner Light Ministries. Uh, and I'm actually uh, also one of the founders of the Agape um, spiritual community in uh, the Los Angeles area. I grew up there in, in L.A., uh, basically same neighborhood with Reverend Michael Beckwith, who will be on the show uh, any moment. Uh, and we, too, believe in everything that you've been sharing today about the power of the mind to be able to heal about the oneness that we have in our spiritual nature. You know, and our theme is about love and about how love transforms at the conference. Uh, we've been talking on the show about hope. And uh, one of the things that really strikes me when I think of hope Spirit put it on my heart one day and said that everything that we needed to know about hope is right in those letters, H-O-P-E, that if we keep our heart open, stay in possibility consciousness, and stay engaged, stay engaged, so much of what Artie's been saying this morning is really around that. And I'll be speaking specifically about that, what it takes to keep our heart open, as well as the engagement we've spoken about this morning already and the possibility consciousness, but what does that take to keep our heart open? You know, too often we think of love as just an emotion. It's just a feeling. Like, you know, I, I, I ain't feeling that right now. But the wonderful thing is that love is a power, and love is a power of the mind. The love that we speak of in spirituality is not just the phileo kinship kind of love, Greek love, a word for love, but it's the agapeo love. That's a transcendent love. And that love is a will. It is a choice. It's a choice where I choose to perceive myself as one with you in spite of the fact that I may not think I have anything in common with you. <laughs> I don't love you because I have something in common with you, but I choose to stay one with you in spite of that. Yes. And I tell you yes, why that's so important. I trained with uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith for many, many years. And one of the things that he's always imposed, uh, imparted to us is that the only thing that ever needs to be healed is just a sense of separation. It isn't really real. It's just a sense of separation separate from our good, separate from each other, separate from our wealth, separate from our health, separate from, separate from our own selves sometimes. And any time you get into that sense of separation, it's disempowering. Your energy goes down. You get into fear. You get into lack. You get into limitation. And the energy of love unifies. That's its power. It's a connecting power. It brings everything back together, all of it. So when I'm not loving myself, 
I'm not loving you. When I'm not loving you, I'm not loving myself. And if I'm not loving myself or you, I'm not loving God. Anytime you break any one of those, the sense of connectedness to God, the sense of connectedness to you, the sense of connectedness to myself, I'm going to get off track. The love isn't for you, for your benefit. The love keeps me centered and keeps me empowered. We're going to be teaching people how to stay in their power. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Again, this information that you want, and trust me, you want it, will be at the Panorama of Truth 2018, August 1st through the 5th. Go to ufbl.org, get the information, register, and meet us there because we're going to have a conversation that's going to transform humanity. We have about two and a half minutes before the break. After we come back from the break, I want to make sure that we we can uh, take some calls. So, first of all, let me just say, I believe Reverend Michael Beckwith is on the call now. Michael, are you there? I am here. <laughs> How you doing there, brother? Doing good, man. Life is good. That's great. That's great. Uh, Reverend Sheila McKeith is on the line. Reverend Deborah Johnson is on the line. Les Brown is on the line. So, so I want to make sure that you know you're you're in great company. I love my brothers and sisters. Yes, definitely. definitely. Um, Hey there. Hey, hey. So, so Michael, if if you could just kind of give us. Uh, a, a brief maybe one minute before and that we can pick up after the break because the break is about ten twenty nine. just kind of a, a brief talk uh for one minute about what you'll be talking about at the conference in the context of celebrating the love that makes us one and we'll, we'll i might have to stop you and then we can just pick it up from there well no problem at all i appreciate what i heard as i was listening in and i think people need to understand that there's a difference between the world and the planet. The planet is the, 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 the wonderful sphere that we live on, but the world is made up of a synergetic collection of conversations, beliefs, opinions, and points of view. And when we, we're talking about having a conversation that changes our entire worldview, which then changes our perspective and then changes our experience, so that each of us comes out of any sense of victimhood whatsoever begins to allow the love of God, which is always giving of itself, to flow through us unencumberedly, so that regardless of what our starting point is, the trajectory of our life changes, and that mighty destiny that's been placed within us before time began, it begin to express itself. In other words, we're saying in substance, we want to show forth the glory we had with God before the beginning of time. And so this mighty conversation that's going to happen at the Panorama of Truth is going to help people shift their inner dialogue, help shift their outer, outer conversation so that their world changes, and the, the rich prosperity and health and well-being and joy that is intrinsic to our nature, they begin to express without any inhibition whatsoever. This is what we're going to be doing. We're going to, it, 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 Reverend Sheila is gathering... Uh, people uh, to really inspire and uplift and heal lives. And I'm just grateful that I'll be there. So we're going to um, shift into our break. We have one break and then we'll be back. Um, We'll take callers and we want to make sure that you get your, your questions answered. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms.
practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you. If you feel inspired by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support. Have you ever noticed that when you cheat or lie or don't support a friend and then realize what you've done, an inner alarm goes off? It's a kind of moral wake-up call. You know you've done wrong and you don't feel good about it or about yourself. By experiencing the emotions and accepting the consequences of what we've done, we can begin to accept and change ourselves. When you know you've done wrong, admit the truth, even if it's only to yourself and one other person, perhaps a counselor or minister. Then, if there's a way to make amends, to set the situation right, do so and clear the air. Finally, renew your commitment to live in your own integrity. When you do, you'll benefit with good health, good relationships, and self-esteem. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on Prayer, or call 1-800-NOW-PRAY. If you've been thinking of going vegan or you have been following a vegan lifestyle for years, the Main Street Vegan Academy Cookbook will become your go-to resource. Victoria Moran, J.L. Fields, and certified vegan lifestyle coaches will show you how easy and delicious it can be to go vegan. With over 100 plant-based recipes, you'll never get bored, and the book is packed with tips and strategies to transform your cooking and your life. Available now at Amazon.com or your local bookstore. If you could talk to an angel, what would you say? Join Jerry Gavin every Monday at 5 p.m. Central for Angelic Connection. Jerry shares messages from his guardian angel, Margaret, in combination with ancient healing practices to teach people how to listen to their spirit. Jerry can help you strengthen your connection to the angelic realm and receive clear messages of help and healing. Call in and join the show every Monday on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. We have special guests on today. We have a president of the Universal Foundation for Better Living, the Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeithen. We have uh, the senior minister of Agape uh, International Spiritual Center. I hope that's the whole name. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. We have the Reverend 
Deborah L. Johnson of Interlight Ministries, and we have the motivator, Les Brown, on the call. Again, thank you all. For those who do want to call in and ask a question, you can call in at 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. We would love to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Please call in and ask your question. Um, I do want to piggyback on uh, Michael to allow you c- to continue to expound on that thought of we live on the planet, but we don't necessarily live on the world. We live in the world. Because when you said that, I thought about Jesus talking about being in the world, but not of the world. Right. Right. The, the, the world is a synergetic connection of conversations and beliefs. So two people can be standing on the same spot on the planet, but in different worlds. And we see that all the time when we read the news. We see people who are living in a world of lack, scarcity, fear, doubt, worry, bigotry, hate. And we see individuals who are living in a world of kindness and joy and compassion and love all on the same planet. And so when you talk about truth transforms, you're talking about a capital T truth. The truth that Jesus said, he shall know the truth and it shall make you free. It shall make you free from the lesser perception of reality that you can step into a much wider field of reality and then ex- have a direct encounter and direct experience of that. Now, one of the most beautiful things that happens at the Panorama of Truth is that a field is created. Just as there's a field of gravity, there's a field of electromagnetism, those are fields that affect us even though we can't see them with our sensorium, with our five senses. Well, when you come together in a field of a high and holy conversation about love, about the Christ, about peace, about joy, you create a field that is rich and powerful. And and you hear Jesus saying, come out from among them. You're coming out from the lesser fields of lack and scarcity and not enoughness. And then this field allows for, it becomes like a high tide that lifts all boats. And everyone in that field gets to be lifted up into a higher order of being And then you're able to make decisions and choices that will change your life. So if you're just hanging out by yourself and you're in your pity party with your same old friends, having your same old negative conversations, then your life won't change. But if you come into a higher field, then you enter into a different world, then you have uh, the ability to choose the choice as a function of expanded awareness, and now your life gets to change. You get to transform your life. So we want everybody to come to this magnificent, it's more than a conference. It's a spiritual mm-hmm. encounter. And, 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 and if, if you want a different life, you've got to make a different choice. And if you want to make oh. a different choice, you've got to be in a higher field. And so Panorama of Truth is going to generate that field. And so I'm just so happy I'm going to be with Les Brown and Deborah Johnson and Reverend Sheila and all these beautiful people because we're going to change some lives up in here. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I, man. So my, definitely my request uh, for the people who are listening. I was, I was just about to say that my request for the people who are listening to this show, whether live or later, make sure that you go to UFBL.org, register, and my request is that you share, you share the conference on your social media, share it via email, talk to people that you know about it, text it to people. Because it matters. It matters. We're going, to, we're going to be in Atlantic City. We're going to create this field of awareness. We're going to create this uh, active Christ consciousness that 
can permeate and transform the way people think and behave. It's possible, yeah. and it works if you work it. Um, uh, I do want to just to, to jump back over just for a moment, Michael, if you don't mind, with Les, because I wanted just to say publicly that the reason why I ended up in the New Thought movement was because my mom was cooking during a thanks uh, the day before Thanksgiving in '92, and I was 20 years old, and she said. Play this tape for me on your stereo while I'm cooking. And I played this tape, and it was Les Brown's The Courage to Live Your Dreams, Part 2, a sermon that he gave at Christ Universal Temple. And I just want to say publicly while I have Les on the call, that tape changed my life. I still have the cassette to this day, matter of fact. And <laughs> I still and a cassette player to play it uh, because... It, it put me on a path that I didn't know I was going to need. That was November of 92. In January of 93, when I was in Little Company of, Mar Little Company of Mary Hospital, almost uh, checking out from a severe asthma attack that I didn't even know I had, when I needed to be able to lean on truth, that tape led me to CUT and, and the Reverend Johnny Coleman. And when I was in that hospital when my mom was pacing back and forth saying, you know, her baby is about to almost checked out. Literally, if I got there 10 minutes later, I would have made my transition. And I'm telling her, mom, according to these books and what these people are teaching, I don't have to have this if I don't want to. And I'm telling you, I listened to that tape every day for months as I was working on my healing. Every day. So I want to thank you for being the, the vehicle of transformation that helped me wake up, heal my body, because I've never had a relapse. I don't use inhalers or pills or anything of that nature since 1993. Complete healing of my lungs, but more importantly, a complete healing of my soul. And you started that journey for me. So I just want to say thank you for being a spiritual father. Well, thank you for being open and having the consciousness to hear. Remember, Jesus said, he who has ear, let him hear. We all have an energy signature. Michael Beckwith, when I hear him speak, he touches me in a special way. Sheila McKeithen, when I hear her speak, she's able to reach part of myself that I can't reach. And Gloria Johnson, just hearing her voice. And so when I hear you, we have an energy signature. There is a frequency behind our voice. When I, when I train speakers, I tell them that you're a messenger, but you also have to have a, a program for you. So what you speak, the, the consciousness, the character of you, it comes through your words. And you're ready. It was your time, my brother. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, and, and I, thank you. And, and there's a there's another level. I, I wish you would come. Well, when you, you when you come, I want you to come with the expectation that there will be a revelation for you of what that next level looks like for you, because now more than ever we need messengers of hope. I I always say when there's hope in the future, that gives you power in the present. They did an experiment with some rats, and they put them in water, and they timed them to see how long it would take for them to drown. It was around 45 minutes. And then they got another group of rats, and, and around 40 minutes, 
they scooped them out and they let them rest for 24 hours. And they got another group of rats, a fresh group, and they put them in the water. And then the group that they had scooped out, they put them in the water. The ones who were in the water for the first time, they drowned within 45 minutes. But the ones that were scooped up in 40 minutes, they swam on for another hour and a half with the hope that they would be saved. And so that's yeah. why we say when there's hope in the future, that gives you power in the present. And, and we speak from that place because we want to give people hope so that, as, as Jesse used to say, if you can keep on hoping, you can keep on hopping. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Man. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's good stuff. And I think it's important that we continue to have this transformational conversation. Um, Michael, I wanted to ask you one quick question. And then, Deborah, I want to ask you the same question I asked less about this earlier. Uh, 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 in, in the United States and in the world in general, but in the United States, we're having such a divisive and divisive conversation. And a lot of people have resignation. How can what you will be presenting at POT help deal with this divisiveness and resignation that's permeating the way people are thinking today. Absolutely. We're, we're in a time of great change, which we have 45 in the office that has allowed for a sense of emboldenedness about dark places to, to rise up for a healing because now it now can no longer be hidden. And so now that it's rising to the surface, the separation, the hate, the bigotry, it can now, it can now be dealt with. There are many people who are feeling powerless around it. However, yeah. I never say we speak truth to power. I always say we're speaking truth to pseudo-power. It's, it's a fake power. It's a counterfeit power. It's a temporary power. So the only real power is the power of life, the power of God. So that everyone ha- has, has come on this planet with a unique talent, a gift within them. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do everything, but everybody can do something. And so when someone realizes that they have their gift, and Les was telling us to have hope about the future and then apply their gift moment by moment by moment, it creates a vibrational momentum that will shift the course of history. Years ago, people said, apartheid will never end. But people did what they could, little by little by little by little, until the worldview changed, until those walls came tumbling down. The walls of the Berlin Wall came tumbling down. And so we're in a place now where people are starting to feel a little hopeless and a, and a little uh, uh, giving up. Uh, but if everybody does something with the vibration of hope and vision, activating their gift, then we'll see a mighty change. Um, number 45 has developed more activists at this time than, than happened in civil rights. More people are rising up. The women's movement, uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter movement, the, uh, the soul is rising up now. Because he's created the climate for people to wake up. We don't want to be Rip Van Winkle sleeping through a revolution. We're all waking up now to make a difference. And so I, I say uh, it's not time to go to sleep and be powerless. It's time to discover our gift and to share it. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. We have a caller on the line, uh, Kimberly Holmes. Kimberly, are you are you there? I want to make sure I know I, I, I see a, a name on here. 
Okay, I think we might have lost lost the person. We had a call. If she comes okay. back, we'll 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 jump back in. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Kimberly. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Um, you have a question? I do have a question. First, I'd like to just say thank you to everybody. I've been at the Revelation Conference many, many times, so I've heard most of you speak, and you've all been part of changing how I see life, and, um, and I thank you for that. I work with um, people who are grieving um, any kind of loss, you know, not just the obvious death and divorce, but really anything. And I, for the first time in my life, am feeling like this overwhelming sense of um, hopelessness. And I, I feel like I want to give up. Um, I just feel so heartbroken for the world. And I feel like I don't know how to keep going with the things that I hear every day. And I feel like God is calling me to do it. And I, and I don't want to sometimes. And I feel so reluctant. And yet I feel like I can't stop. I feel like I have to do it. And I'm just feeling um, I've never felt like this before. And when I see these children being separated from their families, and then you combine that with the stories I hear on a daily basis from my clients, I just feel, um, does it even matter what I do? Does it even matter? Well, it, yes. May I, may I interrupt your conversation right now and say that what you do does matter? One of the things yeah. that I'm going to encourage you to do is to monitor your intake. You, you can't afford the luxury of watching the news now. You just can't. No. Let some people tell you about it, but you don't want to have a full <laughs> impact of it because that, that negative energy, it stays in your mind longer. It has a longer shelf life than positive conversation. The other thing is I encourage you to go online, and, and, and Michael Beckwith has videos out there. I have one called, Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. It's Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. It's not over till you win. When I did that presentation before 80,000 people, I was bathing in the sink down the hall in the Penobscot building, 21st floor in Detroit. At that time, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. My best friend was waiting on a liver transplant, and he died. And at that time, when I gave that speech, I was diagnosed also with prostate cancer. And so the things, there are some things that happen to us and there's some things that happen for us. As much as you have been chosen for this calling on your life, it is important for you to act on it as soon as possible because we have an expiration date. I had a PBS special that I had planned with Wayne Dyer. He and I kept putting it off. Then he called me and said, I'm coming to Orlando. Let's do it. And he died a few days later, a massive heart attack. So nobody's figured out how to get out of here alive. As much <laughs> as you have some negative feelings about what's going on, those things really, really don't matter. You're still here. There's some impact that you're going to make, and just yeah. be about the business of doing that. Make the commitment to do what you can where you are with what you have and never be satisfied. It's your time. Yes. Anybody else would like to say anything to Absolutely. Kimberly before uh, yeah, she gets off the call? I want to echo, yeah, I want to echo um, what, what uh, Les is saying. I just want to add one piece. Definitely um, stop the intake of all that negativity. It's coming from one paradigm, 
And you're, 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 when we look at the news, we're receiving the lowest common denominator of the human experience. But at the same time, there are millions of people that are having remission, millions of people who are in acts of forgiveness, compassion, kindness, love, philanthropy, mm-hmm. generosity. None of that's on the news. So you're only getting mm-hmm. a slice. You're only getting a slice of reality mm-hmm. and experience, but you're not getting the whole thing. So what I teach is that if you do look at the news and you're getting that input, then that's really a prayer request from, a, from our society. It's really inviting you to see the truth there. So I don't, you don't look at it as reality. If, if a friend comes to you and says, you know, I'm sick, then you're going to go into prayer for that friend. So if the media is giving you the lowest common denominator of the human experience, then that's a call for prayer so that you don't get caught up in it. So I would listen to less and uh, cut down your intake of it. And then when you do see it, if you say to yourself, wow, this is a prayer request. When you look at the, new, the headlines, that's a prayer request. It is not the full scope of reality that's happening on this planet. Right now, mm-hmm. somebody just got healed, and you don't know anything about it. Right now, mm-hmm. a feud has just ended, and you don't know anything about it because that's not what you're being fed on a daily basis. You're being fed the lowest common denominator of the human experience. And so that's what I have to say about that. Uh, Kimberly, uh, I just uh, wanted I, to I, jump like in to real fast and just give a couple of quick things that you can do right now. One, I would say you need to create your own system. Systems work. Uh, Make sure that you put a system, like for instance, calling Silent Unity daily for 40 days. Pray with me for divine order. Don't tell them your story. Just pray for divine order and allow them to agree with you in consciousness about divine order in your thinking. So you're feeding yourself first thing in the morning, every day, getting yourself in, in alignment with the truth of who you are. Second thing, I did a series several years ago on this podcast. If you go on my page on the uh, Unity Online Radio uh, website, I did a series called The Eye of the Storm based upon Gary Simmons' book, How Do You Embrace Conflict and Create Peace? So I want to make sure that you do have some techniques. It was about nine or ten podcasts. Go on, listen to them, do the work, even buy the book, and make sure that you stay in an empowered conversation Instead of one where you feel that you have to do something because we want to make sure that you're inspired to help, not helping people out of a sense of guilt. All right. So stay in your power, Kimberly. Um, thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. And Reverend Deborah had something, Galen. Oh, go right ahead, Reverend Deborah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to remind us that when we look out at the world and we look at what's going on, that it isn't so much what's going on as it is the narrative that we give it. Right. Our experience isn't what happens, it's how we name what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with all of this divisiveness and the things that are going on now, if we name it as something bad and name it as something that's being put upon us, then we're going to miss the opportunity. This stuff is happening for us. It's not just happening to us. And as strange as it may sound, We've actually prayed this moment in. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Everything unlike where you're trying to go has to come up first to be healed. If I say I want to be unconditionally loving, that doesn't mean I'm just going to suddenly be in bliss. That means I'm going to become intimately familiar with all of the conditions that I have put upon loving. We can't heal what we don't feel. 
And for all of us who have been playing for growth and transformation and healing and a world that works for everyone, we can't get to there until we go through here. So this stuff has come up so we can look at it, so we can feel it, we can deal it, but most especially, we can heal it. You can't move from some place that you don't know where you are. We can't let go of something that we deny that we're even holding on to. (laughs) There is this wake-up call that's happening now, and it is a profound moment that we need to celebrate. Just the fact that folks think they need to take something back means they already thought they lost it. It's a backhanded backhanded affirmation that says that our movement towards change is moving there. And I'll I'll end on this one quote. It reminds me so much of what Martin Luther King Jr. said about segregation. When he said, the days of segregation are over, you can be sure of that, certain of that. The only thing uncertain is how costly the segregationists will make the funeral. And that's where we are now. The days of supremacy are over. The only question is how costly the supremacists are going to make the funeral. But a funeral it is. And we need to just midwife this thing right on through and stand and claim the victory. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I the old and midwife the new. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is what you're going to get at the Panorama of Truth 2018, August 1st through the 5th. Make sure that you go to UFBO.org and register and meet us there so you can be a part of this powerful conversation. I think it's really important as uh, as all of you all were sharing, uh, the words of uh, Reverend Coleman came to my mind, which used to tell us all the time, all healing begins in the mind of the practitioner. All healing begins in the mind of the practitioner. So it is the responsibility of the true student to hold the wholeness of God, the presence of God, the truth of God in consciousness and see from that paradigm, from that context, see the truth. Because truth frees, as Michael stated earlier, definitely, you know, this is a definitely an empowered conversation. Uh, Reverend Sheila, I want to make sure that um, we have about three minutes left. I want to make sure that you have an opportunity as the president of UFBL to, uh, you know, wrap this conversation up and uh, to make sure that people understand what's actually happening in Atlantic City on August 1st through the 5th. On August 1st through the 5th in Atlantic City, the Universal Foundation is hosting its Panorama of Truth Conference 2018. You can get information about the conference at ufbl.org, including registration links. You can also go to the Universal Foundation for Better Living, Universal Foundation for Better Living's Facebook page, and uh, gain the information as well. There is also a youth component to the conference. The youth stay at the hotel for free, but there's a registration fee for the youth conference. The conference includes your four nights at the hotel and your entire conference package, which includes engagements with Les Brown, Dr. Beckwith, Dr. Reverend uh, Deborah Johnson, Reverend, uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Uh, DeAngelis, Barbara, uh, Reverend Sumter, myself, and guess what? We have a special, Dr. Derek Wells. And guess what? We have a special tribute to America's angel, Reverend Della Reese Lett, as well. And that happens on Thursday evening. 
We are excited about the conference. We're inviting you. It's open to all. Uh, right now, we are in our registration period, which includes hotel and package. Uh, the deadline is June the 30th. June the 30th is the deadline for registration. There will also be tours that we're offering uh, beginning the 1st of July uh, with the conference. There will be a, uh, we're offering tours to the African American Museum in Washington, D.C. Most people know that Oprah Winfrey has a new exhibit in that uh, museum and also uh, to New York City, the Liberty Tour in Philadelphia, and people will be able to decide you know, what their tours are and what their tour options are, uh, and then they will take care of that themselves. So we're excited about this conference. I was healed. I experienced healing at the Panorama of Truth Conference back in 1991 when it was in Toronto, Canada. I came in on a walker. Uh, doctors had told me my leg was going to be amputated. And I decided I was not leaving that healing service, which happens on the Sunday of Panorama of Truth, until I had my healing. If the train left, the bus left, the airplane left, I didn't care. I was not leaving. And it was that intention and that hope that the speakers today have been talking about that caused me to experience a healing in the moment. And the woman, Sheila McKeithen, who walked in to the conference on a walker, in that healing service was actually running around that room ecstatic because her knee. So we're, we're about to wrap up because we only have about 20 seconds. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, Les. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Sheila. Uh, make sure that you share this podcast once it's available. Share it. Put it send it out on your social media. Let's get this message out. I'll see you at UFBL, and I'll be with you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.